It's Friday, October 14th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes from the Bronx. Hoynesy, you just watched the Guardians uh, come from behind uh, in 10 innings and, and beat the Yankees 4-2, to evening the American League Division Series at one game apiece. Uh, Cleveland heads home to uh, take on games three and four here at Progressive Field uh, beginning tomorrow. But uh, what a what a turn of events uh, started in the 10th inning by Jose Ramirez and his hustle uh, that led to a run for the Guardians after the, the score was tied, uh, tied at two runs apiece for most of the game. Yeah, just uh, extra inning magic again, Joe. What, they went 13 and six in extras in the regular season. Now they're two and oh in, in the postseason when they get to extras. Um, Terry Francona, I thought, summed it up uh, perfectly when he said uh, there's no player in baseball besides Jose Ramirez who who would have been on third base on a play like that. And, you know, that set the tone for that whole inning, Joe. Yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's go back to the 10th inning, uh, leading off against Jamison Tyon, the uh, starter turned reliever for the playoffs for the Yankees. Uh, I think uh, Brett Boone pretty much, uh, had had exhausted a lot of options and, and had to use Tyon in that situation, hoping to get him through a couple of innings. Uh, Hosey gets up there, falls behind in the count, and then uh, fights off a pitch that that falls in front of the left fielder, Oswaldo Cabrera. Um, he hustles around first base, hustles into second base. Josh Donaldson goes out, picks up the ball, throws it into right field, and Hosey doesn't break stride. He takes third, and he's on third base, with a headfirst slide with nobody out, uh, setting it up for Oscar Gonzalez, who comes up uh, and uh, Oscar falls behind in the count uh, 0-2, and he bloops a ball over the second baseman's head uh, that's that's able to score uh, Jose Ramirez to break the tie, give the uh, Guardians a 3-2 lead. Uh, Gonzalez comes all the way around to score from first on a, a laser beam double to center field by Josh Naylor. Uh, Naylor just probably one of the guttiest performances you'll you'll see because you could tell that he was limping and he was sore and he was hurting uh, after uh, earlier in the game, uh, you know, tweaking his ankle on the on the first base bag. But, uh, you know, guts prevailed there and, and uh, Naylor comes through with the big hit. But it was all started by Jose's uh, hustle. Yeah, just, uh, you know, and he had he had looked, Joe, to be frank, he'd looked terrible at the plate today. Um, he was 0 for 4. He was popping the ball up. He just looked like, uh, you know, he was a little over anxious and he popped it up again in the 10th inning, you know, that, but it just landed, you know, in a kind of a clean space, a green space uh, in, in, in short left field and all sorts of, uh, chaotic tumult followed as as he went to third base and just a huge win joe this this they had to win this game if they go back oh and two uh to the yankees you know for saturday night they're facing elimination and even if they win saturday they're facing you know the prospect of having to win two more two straight games one of them you know game five in uh in new york so just uh, this was a, a big, big win, a momentum uh, changer, and it you know it puts them back. You know they they get their nose above water out with this one. Yeah, you you like the uh, the the way the playing field just sort of levels off now with with Tristan McKenzie going tomorrow night. If he can be uh, what he was against 
the the Rays in the wild card series, even if he was if he can be what he was against the Yankees the last time he faced them, uh, either one of those options I think uh, Guardians fans would take. Uh, Tristan McKenzie faring really well in both of those outings, uh, lots of strikeouts and not a lot of runs. Um, but let's just go back to Shane Bieber. Uh, started this game, uh, fell behind early after giving up a two-run home run to uh, um, to John Carlos Stanton in the first inning, uh, and after that he was pretty much lights out. Yeah, he said, uh, you know, he he made a made a bad pitch to uh, Stanton. Obviously, he wanted a fastball down and away. The ball came up and in, and you know, Stanton just crushed it. Uh, for the two-run homer in in the first, then he said uh, Bieber, you know, told the reporters after the game that, you know, after the first inning, he he kind of had a team meeting with himself, and he said, you know, there's two ways to go: you can let this thing unfold, or you kind could uh, you can uh, kind of dig your heels in and face the wolf almost, you know, you gotta. And uh, he said he he thought he pitched better after that, you know, he got out of some jams, you know, Stephen Kwan made a great catch against Donaldson to get him out of trouble in the third inning. And after the third inning, Joe, I thought he, I thought he threw very, very well. Now, you know, it, probably uh, Francona went and got him with two outs in the six after 101 pitches. You know, Bieber himself said there were a lot of stressful pitches in that. I don't know if he, you know, but if someone asked him, could he chip in a couple innings, you know, somewhere down the road in the rest of this series? And he said, you know, depend. he said he, he was willing and he would, it would depend on, you know, how he came, got to, uh, you know, came to the clubhouse tomorrow, how he felt, how, how his body bounced back. Yeah, that's the only thing uh, that's the the big drawback of, of delaying uh, this second game of the series is that you lose Bieber for uh, the possibility of uh, a Bieber coming back on a, on a short rest start for uh, maybe a game five. But, uh, you know, the way things have been going with the, the Guardians bullpen, what they've, they've logged 17 and, and two thirds innings, I believe, in the in in the postseason and they have not allowed a run I, I think this is uh you know a pretty historic uh stretch for these guys they're, they're they've just been lights out uh Trevor Steffen again today was unhittable uh Class A came in and and worked overtime uh, uh for certain uh getting getting through what two and two and a third innings yeah um his clearly his longest outing of the season as well uh and and really, not just the, both the starters and the the bullpen have have really done the job on Aaron Judge. Uh, Judge, they've they've kept him under wraps, and I mean, maybe we don't want to talk about it. Maybe we don't want to jinx it. But uh, so far this series, uh, what Judge was 0 for five today with four strikeouts. Uh, I just think uh, the job that Guardians pitchers have have done against him this year. We're talking about a guy who led baseball in every offensive category, and and he's been completely silent so far in this series. Yeah, he was 0 for 3 in the first game, Joe, with three strikeouts. He walked, stole a base, scored a run. And uh, today, like you said, he was uh, 0 for 5 with four more strikeouts. He did put the ball in play in, in the ninth inning. Uh, Terry Francona was asked what the secret is. And Frank Hona said, well, if we did have if we did have a secret, I'm certainly not going to tell you <laughs> in the interview. Role. So I, that makes sense. I think in his career in the postseason against Cleveland 
Aaron Judge is something like two for 36 with like 20, 29 strikeouts. I think he has, just against Cleveland in the postseason, I think Aaron Judge has uh, close to a 65% strikeout rate, which is just ridiculous for for any pitching staff against a, a hitter of Aaron Judge's caliber. Uh, he's now, now he could come out uh, in game three and, and have a career game, uh, career postseason game. Now, who knows? But so far, they have really kept the wraps on him and, and really not allowed him to do anything, to, to look anything like what he did in the post or the regular season. Yeah, Francona said he's he's not sitting up there. He's not about to start pounding his chest over this. You know, he, he said, you know, at six, what, six, seven, about 280 pounds. He said Judge still looks dangerous at the plate to him. So, yeah, I would think uh, they they just want to keep pitching Judge like they have, keep their mouth shut and, uh, you know, hope, uh, you know, the, that uh, they can uh, get out of there without him doing too much damage. So... Just to reset, they they they've split in New York. Uh, they will come back. They've got the potential now for what uh, three more games in three days, which would be if they if they if the series goes five, that means they've played four games in a row uh, in two different you know in New York and Cleveland, and then back to New York. So uh, this is the exhausting, grinded out part of the postseason. Uh, how how does Terry Francona keep this club, uh, you know, focused and up and and energized for these games coming up here in Cleveland? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think uh, he was asked about that after uh, you know went, uh, Thursday's rainout, and uh, he said, you know, we played, you know, we play baseball every day, so this is nothing new. You know, usually you do have a you know a couple more off days in the in the postseason. You get a little more rest. Uh, but this is, you know, kind of mimics uh, the regular season, and uh, they, they'll just go from there. Uh, as far as the game four starter, they haven't made an announcement or, or said anything in terms of who who could be the game four starter now. No, they have not made an announcement. Uh, they will. Uh, they'll have the the game four starter will be in the interview room. Uh, Saturday in Cleveland. That's all I've been told, but I don't know if it's, it's like uh, the mystery starter. Yeah, it's got to be Aaron Savali or uh, or Cal Quantrill, right? I, I mean, they're they're down to two choices. It's not. It doesn't take brain surgery to figure this out. Yeah, I I'm I'm curious to see if they'll go with Quantrill or if uh, you know because he'll be on full rest, um, and you know that's an option. I it, it's just. You know, what do you want to who do you want to go with in, in that situation? Uh, you know, Quantrill's never been beaten at uh, Progressive Field. Uh, that might factor into the decision there as well. Yeah, definitely. You got so you got McKenzie tomorrow, uh, you know, so and he's been, you know, he's been pitching very, very well, like you said. Then either, you know, Savali or or Quantrill on uh, Sunday for game four. And I yeah, I think you're right, Joe. I mean, Quantrill's what, 13 and 0 at. At, at progressive field he's never lost there so you know that seems like uh you know a pretty good uh pretty good safe a safe pick and then maybe you kind of mix and match if there's a game five so uh we're looking at uh guardians and and everybody around the team coming home uh, you guys coming home after after a week in new york uh what's the what's the feeling what's the sense what's the vibe around uh the clubhouse as you were 
uh, leaving uh, post game today. People were really excited, Joe. They they knew they needed this win, and I think that really kind of energized them, put them back on equal footing with the Yankees, and uh, you know just uh, you know it, it kind of continues this run right now. You know that what are they? They're three and one in in the postseason. Just broke a, a six game postseason losing streak to the Yankees. Uh, so I think it's it's a positive mindset right now for for this club, and uh, you know they're still not scoring a lot of runs, but uh, you know they got the monster at the end of the game in in uh, in Class A. You know he's probably going to be down tomorrow. I don't think he's he's going to pitch tomorrow, but you know that like you said, Joe, that bullpen has been has been lights out, and maybe that's where the advantage they have over the Yankees. You know they have. You know, they're not only do they have solid starters, but that bullpen can go for a while. Yeah, and and really, if you look at this game, it was really uh, a perfect example of a, a guardian style baseball game and guardian style win. Uh, you know, we talk about the style of play that they've they've used to win over the last you know two to three months really effectively. Um, they you know they played the good defense that they needed. They got the good pitching. Uh, their starter went, you know, uh, deep in the game. The the bullpen came in, didn't allow a run, didn't allow a lot of base runners. And when they had the opportunity to put pressure on the opposing defense by base running and and taking extra bases and and being aggressive, they they did that, and it paid off for them. They 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 really they never stop coming. They're relentless, and uh, that's that's in stark contrast to what the Yankees do. The Yankees play for the three run home run. They beat you into submission. They they pound on you, uh, and and this is a this is a Guardians team where if you give them a crack, that's that's where they take advantage. They sort of walk right through it and 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 hit you full stride. Yeah, even their first run, Joe. You've got uh, you know Naylor beating out an infield hit. You know Naylor, the incredible bulk. You know beats out an infield hit, kind of tweaks his ankle, stays in the game. You know Miller draws a walk. And, uh, you know, with two outs, uh, Andres Jimenez dumps a right, uh, a single into right field, you know, <laughs> and Naylor scores all the way from second to, you know, to, to, get, to make, put him back in the game to, to cut the Yankees lead to two to one. And that was, that was a typical like Cleveland inning, like you were saying. Yeah. And, and you did get the home run from, uh, Ahmed Rosario that, yeah. that even the score at two to two, uh, just. Um, those things are going to happen, though. It, 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 Ahmed Rosario isn't trying to, like, open up and, and smash a ball uh, four, uh, 450 feet to left field. But when he stays on the ball and drives it up the middle, drives it to the right side, uh, you know, eventually balls are going to carry out. And that's he hit a ball 416 feet today. And, you know, he's not trying to hit home runs in, in maybe in that situation. Yeah, you know, definitely. And, you know, they need that. What the, He's hit, what, what, 10, 11, 12 home runs this year. And that's what you probably expect from him, you know. And uh, But they, they do have occasional power. We've seen it in the postseason. I mean, until today, all their runs had come on home runs. You know, I think they'd scored four runs in the postseason, and they'd all been generated by home runs. This game was more like, uh, you know, a typical – um, a typical Guardians game where they kind of scratch out some runs. Maybe they hit a home run here, but it's mostly base running, doubles, singles, you know, and going first to third. What's it like uh, sitting in that press room, interview room, listening to the New York reporters try to try to shoehorn Terry Francona's responses into their narratives about 
Well, you know, uh, you could hear them making excuses for Aaron Judge in the questions that they were answering. Well, was it the shadows? Was it was it the pressure of the the home run chase at the end of the year? What and and Tito Tito doesn't take the bait on any of it. Tito doesn't buy into any of their 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 lines of questioning or anything. He just says, "I got my hands full managing the the team that I've got." You know, ask Aaron Boone about uh, Aaron Judge's uh, you know struggles. Uh, it, it's it's just it's kind of uniquely satisfying uh, that to to watch these other the, these New York reporters sort of try to write their stories before they ask their questions. Yeah, you know, it, uh, Tito's been around a long time, and like you said, he's not going to take the bait. You know, this ser- this series is a long way from over. You don't want to, you know, kind of wake the wake a, a sleeping dog. You know, you you don't want to. You just want to keep everything, you know, kind of tip to tiptoe through the tulips. Maybe get out of here with the series win, and uh, before anybody knows that you that you've even arrived. And I think that's the way he operates. And uh, you know, and even in, <laughs> nobody's gonna. You, you're not gonna trick him. You're not gonna corner him in in you know into giving you a the, the answer you want because. He's just heard it all. You know, he's done it all. He's heard it all. And he's been questioned by the best. Yeah, well, the uh, the bullpen might be a huge advantage for the Guardians, but the uh, the bench and, and the manager uh, could also be a, a, a place where uh, where things are a, a, a decided advantage as, as well. Not, not to take anything away from Aaron Boone, who, who's done a, a tremendous job in his time in, in New York, uh, but he, he certainly doesn't have what Tito has. Uh, all right, looking back, looking forward to tomorrow night, uh, Progressive Field. We will talk to you when uh, when your plane lands at some point tomorrow, uh, <laughs> and and you come to the ballpark, Hoinsey. Uh, we'll we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe. Thanks, man.